I've just put my pillow on top of my computer. Is that better? Are you trying to smother it? Yeah. Are you... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, should I do that? Did Iago tell you that it cheated on you? <laughs> yep, with that fucking pretty boy Claudio. No, actually, I'm trying to cut down on screen to keyboard surface echo with that. Oh, I see. It's like dampening. So does this sound better with the pillow or does it not make a difference? Unsmother it for a second and just keep on talking and unsmother it at some point. Here is what it sounds like unsmothered. Here is what it sounds like smothered. Smothered? Unsmothered. Let's go with smothered. Yeah, I mean, I'll take smothered. I'm not sure I know the difference, but I like smothering. <laughs> smothers, great jelly for you and me. <laughs> with a name like smothers, it's got to die of asphyxiation. <laughs> Good late evening to you, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. This is episode number 44. Uh, as an interesting side note to historians, I always introduce with the time that currently is, and this is the latest at night we've ever recorded and the most whiskey Chris has ever consumed. <laughs> Tempers are short tonight. But we are the podcast about bad books, movies, and television. And today, who could be angry? Because we are talking about the second half of Sweet Little Lies, an L.A. candy Aww. novel. <laughs> You can read along with us by going to audiblepodcast.com slash readitandweep, and you can get this book for free, and then you'll need to go to an audio dentist. Uh, Joining us today, we have a very special panel. Uh, First up, he's banged a cameraman, was vindicated by his BFF, and managed to research the entire history of the British monarchy in the same week. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Ezra. (laughs) I guess the only way you can win me back is by breaking into my house and having dogs sleep in my bed. <laughs> Instantly forgiven for that. Yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> You're good. And also joining us today, you know he's evil because on top of destroying your whole life, he also hates sheltered dogs. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Chris. Also, I used to be ugly, but shh, don't tell anybody. <laughs> I'm so scandalized. <laughs> uh, also, we have a very special guest tonight. She just got a publicist, an agent, a best friend, a hot ex-boyfriend who wants her back, and a new puppy. Maybe being on a reality show is actually worth it. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Lisa to the program. Like, I've learned that you shouldn't date alcoholics, but I tried anyway, and then I bought a dog. Except <laughs> I got it from the pound. <laughs> and of course, I'm your host. Uh, I got fired for sleeping with the talent while trying to work at my sellout job, so my sexual prowess is cock-blocking my artistic prowess. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> my name is Alex. <laughs> your conflicted mess of cock-blocking. Wow. <laughs> To be fair, Alex, you'd only really get into artistic talents in order to get sex in the first place. So you're pretty much, you've achieved your goal. Yeah, it's like that snake eating itself. (laughs) Only it's a penis. Before we talk any more about the book, it's time for us to summarize. So, Chris, I don't know if you've seen this coming, but uh, it's Valley Girl time. Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh. You must summarize in 30 seconds in the style of any of the characters in the book. You can choose any of the girl characters. Okay. Like, oh, my God. So much has been going on in in L.A. It's crazy. All this candy is blown up like sugar hot. All right. So, Jane. (laughs) 
Played through, played wow. through. So Chan got really mad at her best friend Scar because Scar was being a bitch about her being friends with Madison. She moved in with Madison, but then got a dog, and Madison hated the dog. Meanwhile, Jane's trying to make things up with Jesse, but she still really likes Brendan. But Brayden, or sorry, Brayden wants to have lunch with her, and then Jesse like totally flips, flips out, and then he gets drunk, and there's some domestic violence. But everything's better at the end because we realize that Scar and Jane are still BFFs. And Gabby doesn't really have a BFF, but she's slightly smarter than we thought she was. And Madison has no BFFs because she's a bitch. <laughs> nice. All right. It is time for our first of two compliments. Lisa, as our guest, you have the choice to go first or last in the compliment round. Which would you prefer? Um, I think I'll go first. Lay it on us. Okay, so my favorite part must have been when the only Latino character was not only named Mateo, but he was drinking a Corona. (laughs) (laughs) I just like, like nice cultural sensitivity. (laughs) I thought he was Italian. If he had been drinking a nice espresso with sparkling water, then you would know he was Italian. But he wasn't. It was a Corona. Wait, wait, a fizzy espresso sounds terrible, Alex. Yeah, well, you're not Italian. (laughs) Being Italian is very difficult. I don't know. You don't want to... (laughs) <laughs> do, you, do you just do all the Italian things at once? Do you like dump ravioli in it then? <laughs> dump ravioli in your espresso and just espresso. call it good. That's not what culture is. It would be an espresso filling to your ravioli. Oh, that's equal. No, terrible. All of it inside a large baked ziti. <laughs> all right, Ezra, it's your turn to go second. Oh, shit. This was actually, they had kind of a, a, a realistic, I think, abusive relationship here. <laughs> if that's what you're shooting for, awesome. Well, I mean, it was it was the most realistic thing in the entire reality TV world. But he only shoved her. He didn't like you know punch her in the face. You want you I wanted think... her to get roughed up a bit more. <laughs> what Ezra's saying is that it was just abusive enough. You know. Yeah, you got the idea. I, I thought but it was. She useful. didn't even like him. Like she never said anything that like was redeeming. She's like, but I love him. But yeah. there's like nothing else. <laughs> I don't like him at all, but I do love him for some reason. <laughs> It, yeah, it's weird. It was like, like it was one of the like for her, love was like a tattoo. It was like, well, fuck it, it's already there. <laughs> I don't want to spend a hundred dollars to get it removed with a laser. No, how great would it have been if she had broken up with him with a laser? <laughs> that would have helped. Jesse, you can't drive because I'm gonna kill you with a laser. <laughs> All right, Chris, that makes you third. So we talked last episode about how you guys like this narrator better than Lauren Conrad. I was suspicious until four hours, 52 minutes, and five seconds in (laughs) when the narrator does a really great Jane crying on the phone. Yeah. It was actually affecting. And I got to say, Lauren Conrad is not capable of that emotion. (laughs) Hey, Brayden, I'm so sorry to bug you, but I didn't know who else to call. Jane tried to hide the fact that she was still crying. Are you okay? Brayden asked quietly. Um, I'm sorry. I shouldn't be bothering you. I... Jane, what's wrong? I told Jesse that we had lunch today, and we got in a fight, and he left me on the street. Yeah, that's some good crying. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of her voices were very good. I mean, I, I don't know why you were suspicious of her. Really? Well, Lauren Conrad d- d- in the first book did so many great versions of dumb. No, I don't think she even tried. She sounded like she was sleeping through the audiobook. Well, no, see, when she narrator... voiced girls, but when she voiced guys, Lauren Conrad was so good at dumb guy, and I loved <laughs> that. I hated this narrator's dumb guy. 
Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> this narrator's dumb guy was terrible. She never has spoken to a man before, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess it's my turn for a compliment. Uh, so yep. uh, when Jesse is trying to get back together with Jane, he sends her three dozen roses from, quote, the most exclusive florist in L.A., <laughs> I love that there is a most exclusive florist in L.A., and I also like that that implies that there must be a least exclusive florist in L.A., <laughs> which is like a garden. <laughs> that guard just gives it away. <laughs> I liked it because uh, there are other possibilities of the like most exclusive donut shop, you know? <laughs> there has to be. Just one seat in the movie theater, you know, and you, you, they don't even tell you where the movie theater is. And you, <laughs> yeah, there's no sign on the door. Go. A good box of donuts would definitely have gotten him back in. I like most exclusive gas station. Like, <laughs> you can't find this gas station on any map. You pull up, and they don't serve unleaded. They don't serve unleaded premium. They serve unleaded awesome. And it's right there. And a guy in a tuxedo. And the, yeah, like, it's a guy who's a napkin over his arm, and he pours it out of <laughs> small bottles into your car. <laughs> And even the bottles were crafted by, like, Nicaraguan children. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, let's see smell the cork of the bottle first. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Mississippi crude. It's a state oil. It's from one state. So. Single origin oil. <laughs> it's all, like, aged, like, ten years, and you're like, ah. Yes, the, the ethanol is peaking. <laughs> so crack a bottle, let your body waddle. Don't act like a snobby model, you just hit the lotto. So, uh, now uh, one of our most popular regular segments. It's time for Haters of Catan. <laughs> I want the expansion of how, Cities and Hates. <laughs> <laughs> or Sea Haters. Yeah. Yeah. Sea Haters of Catan. They're on a boat and they're like, God, I fucking hate the ocean. <laughs> Why did I get on a boat? Everywhere. Such Why is such a dumb bad idea? idea? I like to land. <laughs> hey, Poseidon, fuck y'all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, Percy Jackson's going to come kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so anybody can go first in the haters for Ton round. Anybody uh, want to roll the dice and get some hate wheat? Yeah, six. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> so at one point, Caleb makes a surprise appearance at the end. <gasps> yeah. And... I love that part. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm really excited like you have a crush on, on him. So, I kind of do, you man. Well, hear me out. I'm, I'm not hating on Caleb specifically, but she describes him as having a swimmer's bod. All right. And he used to be on the swim team in high school, but he's now dropped out of college. He now has a dropout spot. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he's working on, plus... on Habitat Builders, man. There's you, nothing hotter than a You might get a construction worker's bod, all right? But you, you do not have a swimmer's bod if you don't swim anymore. I'm sorry. Wait, did you just say there's nothing hotter than construction workers? Yes. Is this like, encouraging you know, what, you know what I think is hotter than construction workers? Job security. <laughs> just, yeah? Yeah. Health insurance. <laughs> all right. Roll them up. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. Yep. So Jane is supposed to be the, the relatable one. However, Jane is the worst role model for teenage <laughs> girls in the history of the world. And I say that mostly because of her attitude about drunk driving. <laughs> she is afraid to call Jesse out on driving drunk, like, after six shots of whiskey. And she's afraid to call him out because it might be awkward because they're already disagreeing about something. All right? That is not how you save lives, superheroes. <laughs> also, she she feels like this is all her fault because he wouldn't be an alcoholic if she hadn't cheated on him, which is a really unhealthy attitude. Yeah, it's like, well, I just walked into that door because my face got in the way. Yeah, I was, I was totally my fault for cheating on the door last year. 
Honestly, I don't know if we can make fun of this or not still. Seriously. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Continue. I'm pretty sure I will, but too. Have you guys thought how much more fun it would be that instead of having read this book, we, we just, just played Settle for the Catan? Oh, uh, that would be so much better. That would better. have been a lot better. That would be kind of fun <laughs> until someone gets up to eight points, and then it just gets too competitive for me. That's why I played a 15. <laughs> That's fair. So I hated the fact that there's this part where Scarlet is like, getting all bubbly and cheesy about Liam or something. Yeah. And she she's like, Oh my god, I sound like I sound like one of those people in those romance novels. And it really pissed me off because it's like Lauren Conrad was saying she was better than Harlequin. And that's just not true. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you besmirch the name of Harlequin romance? That's yeah. awesome. Something else I hated? This is by far the most hateable line in the whole book, I think. Here's the quote. Dee pointed at Jane's mic pack, gesturing that they should speak in low volumes so as not to get picked up. Jane nodded to indicate that she understood. <laughs> like, what crowd is this book aimed at? Like, for people who don't understand language? What a nod is. <laughs> How did you feel like it was necessary to explain that to us? <laughs> Well, I feel like everything else is like Jane nodded to indicate sexual desire. <laughs> Jane so nodded because just... she's a bobblehead. <laughs> <laughs> Jane nodded because we braked a little too hard. <laughs> Are you guys disappointed in the texts, like the threatening texts? Oh, oh, like, okay. from from the the girl who or the person who knows about. About Madison? Yeah, like, I've seen you on TV. So does everybody else. This was on my, as well, like, one of my, my biggest hates is this whole Madison's secret identity. And really, yeah. all we get in this book is that she was ugly. Yeah, I know! She was ugly at a time in people's lives <laughs> when no one's attractive. She had acne at 15. And she's like, I can't believe this picture exists. And she's so furious. She gets I a know. blackmail letter that's just a picture of her 15 that's like, I know what you used to look like. <laughs> Who's blackmailing her? Her parents? <laughs> I, no, I was like really excited about the blackmailer. I was like, oh yes, finally we're going to find out that Madison killed somebody in her past. Yeah, or exactly. Drugs or she's really a man, you know? If, if <laughs> you try to blackmail every person in Hollywood who changed their name and used to be uh, less attractive than they are now, it, you, you'd have <laughs> no time to do anything else in the day. You'd have everybody out of work besides Robert Downey Jr. That man is impeccable. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, what should the threats be like? If they wanted to be truly scary, what would they be like? Well, I like oh. this idea that she'd killed somebody before. <laughs> like, the yeah. sheriff of, like, a small town in Iowa is like, I know who you are. She's ripped off so much else. It could have been, I know what you did last summer, and I would have been happier. Oh, yeah. Yeah. guys, how about this? How about this? <laughs> All right. Start sending letters to Madison. You're actually a character in a book that's not very good. <laughs> that would a stupid mind. Really handle that. That'd be great. I didn't want to bring this up, but uh, Madison, corpse fucking is a class A felony in Nevada. <laughs> huh? Wait, was this your blackmail? <laughs> yeah, my blackmails always start with BTW. <laughs> I hate the depiction of L.A. that shows that there's stars, like nature stars, you know, balls of gas all the time, and they're so beautiful. I've been to L.A., and it's not like that. It's not shit. like a place to, like, stargaze. Well, just to be just to be clear, Lisa, were you over there at night? Yes. Oh, yes. okay. Uh, then 
<laughs> I was only there in the day. You know what? No fucking stars. I was there from one to four in the afternoon because I was, I, you know, my flight got a, had a layover there and uh, no stars. What a, what a bunch of crap. Also, nobody made a reality show about me. What the fuck's with that? I was there for over so... 20 minutes and there was a reality show. <laughs> or maybe like his really beautiful spot where he had all his ideas was the planetarium. <laughs> Could you turn on the constellations for me? I've got some brainstorming to do. <laughs> This is a great British accent. I got one more hate. Do it. <laughs> at one point, uh, Trevor Lord's like, you know, he's looking at the stars, right? And he's thinking about uh, this whole crazy, crazy whirlwind trip of these two books. He's like, sure, Jesse had always been a drunk, but his descent this time had been unprecedented. <laughs> but this is unprecedented. Actually, that's exactly what a precedent is. <laughs> I think the precedent has been well established, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God damn you, Trevor Moore. <laughs> to make me your home in another, in another. No, I never meant nothing to you. In another, no, I never meant nothing to you. Ezra, you're right. You sound a little pain. Oh, man. I am so fucked up right now. I'm sorry, dude. Oh, uh, what's I, wrong? I was just I was up all all night last night. I was passing a kidney stone. It was like the size of like oh! a golf ball. Wow, that's I mean that's really awful. It's like worse than giving birth, right? Yeah, I mean uh, proportionally yes. speaking, I think yeah. Yeah. It would have been like the most painful thing I've ever been through, except actually while I was doing it, I had this great audible book to listen to. So oh really? Yeah, I hear they have a lot of audiobooks there. Really, really got me through the Serene, serene pain of a massive, sharp object passing through my urinary tract. Wow. How did you sign up? Yeah, I just went to audiblepodcast.com slash read it and weep, and I got a free audiobook, and it was totally great. I just have to clean up the blood now. Choose from over 60,000 titles while mopping up the blood from your urethra. <laughs> <laughs> So, being as this is the end of our book, it, it is time for a regular segment. I think we've all d- agreed on this, that every book is only, bad book is only one change away from being pretty good. Yeah. Does anybody have a one change that you would make to this book that you think would make it a lot better? Yeah, I do. Okay, let's hear it. Instead of dumb girls, each of these characters says and does exactly the same thing, only they're all nation states. <laughs> <laughs> So what happens when Jane and Scar have a falling out and Jane moves in with Madison is actually the country of Jane just switched their petroleum provider and Scar enters a deep recession, except she gets in bed with the Liamites. And the Liamites are really great consumers of other petroleum. And, it, you know, when they're fighting and the cat fight and they're trying to rescue. And when Brayden and Jesse are fighting, that's fucking war, man. <laughs> hey, so, you know what's not that fun is drug and alcohol addiction. Yeah, all right? truth. But you know what is kind of fun? <laughs> what? World of Warcraft addiction. <laughs> I watch football play. It's only kind of fun. <laughs> well, it's a lot more fun than if you messed up on WoW. All right, it's like Jesse, you've been playing WoW for like twenty-four hours straight. You've gotten really fat and greasy, and <laughs> sure you don't want to like drive somewhere or have sex with me. And you're like, nope. <laughs> Nope, gotta get my epic mount on. <laughs> I'm a raid. <laughs> it's funny because that instantly takes it from the realm of like this glitzy LA thing to 
a lot of people that I know. (laughs) (laughs) I got to get my character to bound all the way across the level today so I can't let go of the left key while I'm talking to you. Wait, they're walking sideways the whole time? I guess that would be strafing. So yeah, the the left key. (laughs) I'm going to crab walk across the continent. (laughs) I can't talk to you. I'm doing a grapevine. I'm doing a karaoke step. <laughs> All right. Lisa, do you have one change? Well, we've already discussed it because the whole time I thought Scar was Scar from the Lion King. So I just thought they were all lions. And it was way better. Like, Scar sings a great song about contraception. Be be prepared. <laughs> and it just it would be so much. I think there needs music and lions. I guess that's two changes. All right. So my one change, also on the musical theater theme, if Madison was played by the people-eating plant from Little Shop of Horrors, but is still wearing designer dresses the whole time and acting like she's fitting in. Does she have a man's voice? Yeah, like, she has yeah, a huge, deep voice. Feed me, Jane! <laughs> no, and, and then uh, someone sends her like a picture of, like, used to be this, and it's like a seed. Feed me, Seymour! Feed me all night long <laughs> Cause if you feed me see I can grow up big and strong Alright, so we have we have uh, one major outstanding difference about today's show than most of our shows in that we do have the opinions of a woman present. Woot woot. That's me. <laughs> okay. Uh, that is the famous mating call of the elusive woman. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lisa, if you don't mind, maybe I'll start off. But we have a few questions for you. So, first of all, I think this is the most important thing to all of our listeners and everyone who reads this book. Do you have a lucky skirt? I had lucky pants, but that's usually when they're, like, you know, washed. <laughs> so, anything clean? <laughs> Your whole clean section? Yeah, I mean... I have a favorite pair of jeans, but it's also because they're not ripped. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. But, like, lucky, like, you know, everything. Oh, no. You once I had gets... a pair of lucky jeans that said lucky on it, and once I got lucky wearing them. Nice. So, Sweet. I had a pair of lucky Virtual jeans. Virtual high five with Lisa in the past. <laughs> it was pretty good. All right. Wait, wait what, the hookup was good also? Like, yeah. was it better because of the jeans? Because you got to show him lucky you when you unbutton jeans. Yes. Unbutton. Because when you buy them, you kind of hope that's going to happen. And it did. That's, and it was pretty that's awesome. That's how I hope whenever I buy pants. <laughs> yeah, I hope I won't be burning these pants <laughs> Because it's the greatest pickup line. It's just like, yeah, lucky you. My, my pants say you could do better. Is that weird? Your pants are kind of a cock blocking right there. <laughs> yeah, you can get better wing pants. Yeah. <laughs> you can look into that. <laughs> So, so Lisa, uh, do you have a BFF? Yes, I do and have a BFF. You, are you ever a little bit confused about how B your FF is when you have a friend crush on your BFF N? Yes, I do. Yeah. I, I've never put it into those letters before. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you explain that non-acronomically? Oh, okay. Well, I have a best friend forever. And sometimes when I'm away from my best friend forever, I meet best friends for now. And I, I question. 
a little bit. Is Best Friend Forever, is BFF actually exclusive, as the name would imply? I would say people are listening to this, so it's... it's, (laughs) No, they are. I only have one BFF. It's you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Lisa, as a woman, can you tell me some tips on how to change a man with a severe character flaw? Sex. Just fuck it out of him no matter what it is. <laughs> it's like it's like anything, like a dog. <laughs> you don't have sex with dogs to train them. That's <laughs> a reward. Reward and punishment. <laughs> Wait, how could it be a punishment? Please tell me that you're not a you, dog owner. It's neg- no, negative reinforcement. No, no, hold, hold on a sec. So wait, Lisa. So you have sex to reward. Yes. Does that mean you're constantly having sex until they do something bad when you stop? And that's when you stop? No, it's the opposite. You, you reward good things. Okay, only good things. But how do you punish bad things then? You don't have to. Okay. She's all carrots and no sticks. I think None you should punish like, with bad sex. I could punch him. <laughs> huh. I'm not sure that's what Esther said, but I like your analogy. <laughs> I don't know what you said. What you think? I said punish with bad sex, but I like punch him better. <laughs> or just punch him with bad sex. <laughs> well, I guess my only question is like what you can do ahead of time to get stuff. Like, can you fuck start a diet? Is that possible? Wait. Wait, what? What? <laughs> wait, no. How? I'm sorry. You just made a couple of logical leaps there. You're gonna have to no, wait. Back that. to what? Yeah, what? <laughs> Actually, Why? <laughs> With whom, Alex? Fuckstart is a word. (laughs) Where did you look fuckstart up? (laughs) Urban Dictionary. To produce energy in another person by forcefully inserting your penis into an available opening in someone's body. Yeah, it seems like Alex's context is much more appealing to me. (laughs) Like, they'd have to start dieting and then you'd fuck them. No, they have to get close to doing the right behavior. Yeah, and then you reward it. Yeah, like once you get that six pack, I'll, you know... Start using the handcuffs. All right, so this is both carrots and sticks in this case. <laughs> it's the same thing. The, the carrot is <laughs> carrot is, a is the stick. <laughs> um, I think it's time to move on. Thank Great. you, Lisa, very much for being a woman. We really appreciate it. Yeah, I try. Girl, you'll be a woman soon. Love you so much, can't count all the. Hey, uh, okay, it is time for our final half of our compliment sandwich. It is time for the minor compliment and our last one that we'll ever have to give to Sweet Little Lies, an L.A. candy novel. Yes. Yes. As always, we like to go in reverse order for the second compliment. So, (laughs) (laughs) Lisa, you'll be last. And sweet. All right, so I will be first. So uh, Madison spends a lot of time, like, writing down details of Jane's life and then emailing the magazine as, like, collateral for... Other things she's trying to do. So it made me smile every time she did it because I was I kept thinking that Madison is like an embedded reporter in the idiot war. <laughs> <laughs> nice. nice. Uh, mine is that the honor code is upheld at Gossip Magazine. Diego leaks to Jane all these emails he stole off Veronica's computer, and he's fired for it, as he should be. Because <laughs> <laughs> privacy invasion is no joke. <laughs> That might have been a hard mean to have with a straight face, actually. <laughs> so I got one. I, I loved it that even when the girls are being smart, they're being stupid. At one point, Jane figures out how to trick the microphone by rubbing the top of it. So that way yeah. you know, they won't hear her discussion. <laughs> but, but it was Gross. like, 
Yeah. Gross. Can we but just say that? In circles, Gross. right? But the fun thing is that she, like, just figured this out, like, the last day of shooting, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, that if you rub a microphone, they won't be able to hear what's being said outside of the microphone. Did anyone, did, did they think to just cover it before that? Like, yeah, that might help? I don't know. Like, what, what were the other things that, that, didn't work that she tried, you know? <laughs> connecting it for a second. You've got options here, baby. What, what's going to happen is Mark, the AV guy, is going to go rushing into the scene going like, we got to fix your mic. we got to fix your mic. <laughs> static up. And then you're going to be like, oh, no, Mark, it's fine. We were just gossiping. <laughs> okay. Me? Yeah, take us home, Lisa. Woohoo. Well, basically, I just was really thankful the whole time I was listening to it that I never saw the hills. So <laughs> it just oh. made me really, really happy. Well, I'd like to point out, though, that you should watch the hills reenacted by children <laughs> on Funny or Die, also posted on our Facebook page by one of our listeners, because it is very funny. Yeah, The Hills Reenacted by Children. It's good. It's pretty good. Well, I mean, it, so it, I'm glad that I didn't watch The Hills, but I'm also glad that it gave me time to research Lauren Conrad, because I've laughed at lots of her interviews while I was, you know, attentively listening to the book. Um, and then <laughs> I looked her up on Wikipedia, and she has a very extensive en- entry, and then I looked you guys up. On Wikipedia, and you're just a Disney original movie. Yeah, we are. I just thought you should know. Yeah, I looked that into that. We gotta do some shit in order to get that. We have to like be like get awards or like get written about by like non-internet sources. Uh, <laughs> Somebody write us write about us in your zine, please. Um, so thank you all for listening. This has been the, the, the end of this book. It's episode 44. I can't believe we made it this long. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, God for making this all possible. And episodes 1 through 43 for not quite killing me. And Taylor Swift for continuing to persist. <laughs> it, <laughs> for continuing to do what it is she does. Join us next week. Next week we are going to be watching the first Sex in the City movie in preparation for the following week when we'll be watching the new the second Sex in the City movie. Oh so, no shit. Yeah, that's <laughs> Oh dude, killing me. Lisa. Killing. Lisa, as a woman, can you do this for me? <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, so, so we're gonna be we're gonna be watching those movies for the next two weeks, and uh, I don't know why you're so upset because that seems way easier than the following assignment, which will be reading Eclipse. <laughs> we're, we're back into full twilight in June, so this is our last respite. Guys, do you realize that we have like most of the signs of an abusive relationship with the books that we read? <laughs> So do you have anything you'd like to plug? Well, I'm moving to New York, so if anybody wants me to nanny their child, yeah. Huh? I'm, 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 I won't swear or talk about sex. I'm I'm really, really a good nanny. What's your... How, how would you train the kids? <laughs> your, what is your reward system for children? Please come up with another one. This is the best show to do to then ask for people to leave you alone with their kids. I'm really good with kids. (laughs) Not only did you talk about rewarding people with sex on a show and then ask for a job with kids, you're also willing to work with somebody who meets you after listening to this show. 
Please, I'm just gonna go on a limb and say this plug is going really badly for you. <laughs> I need a job. If you want to get special, so send us an email podcast at weep-weep.com. Uh, that's our email address, and we will forward it along to Lisa. That's it. Thank you all for being here. Thank you, Chris and Ezra, as always. Yeah. Yep. Lisa, thank you very much for joining us. We will have you back again soon. Woot! Woot, oh, woot. oh, she's, she's woot, turned woot. on. <laughs> All right. We are out. See you next week. Peace. S-